The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right, and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call, or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. I saw Clint Randall yesterday, by the way, guys. His son gave my daughter a ring. Wow. Made out of loom bands. So I don't know wow. what that means. I think we all do. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank yeah. You. Welcome to the real pod. I am out of prison. Well the done, prison Jane. of my home. Thank you. Prison uh, break. That's very sad. You missed the killers, you know. Oh. You, you missed a podcast with us. It was sad. Um, mostly the killers, not fans, but I've been yeah. waiting for that concert for a long time, eh? And I was texting Duncan. Did I, you hear that there was a baby there? No. Well, someone didn't listen to our little podcast. I did actually listen to some of your podcast, and I have notes, but we'll get to that in just a moment. I didn't listen to the it, whole thing. It was actually good. I didn't you got listen offended. to the whole thing. You got offended by us. I got offended. You. Okay, so anyway, my name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey and Duncan Grieve. Also, Samuel is on the tools, and this is your reality TV and pop culture podcast. Vote for us in the NZ Podcast Awards for listeners' <gasps> choice, please, would you please? please. We sadly are not finalists. What? The, uh, last year, it was we, we like, uh, were silver in they, the comedy. Have they? There's no comedy this year. There is a comedy, but it's more like for scripted-y type, proper like, joke. No one this wants is scripted. That. There's an entertainment category I put us in. We didn't make the finalists. So hold on, who are the, fi- who are the finalists Don't there? make me go. Fletch Vaughan, no, Megan. No, it's, it's proper podcast. Gary, sorry. I've looked at the, these finalists and they're absolute dog shit. No, no disrespect to <laughs> No disrespect to Gone by Lunchtime, oh. which is a finalist, and the Spin-Off Podcast Network, which is a finalist. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean though, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's pretty bullshit, like. It's just that we really think our pod's really good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and all of and, our other ones. Yeah, and and who are they to judge? <laughs> the judges, I mean, obviously. I think we need to judge the judges. Yeah. Release the names yeah. and their phone. No. Anyway, okay, so um, I'm going to start off with some housekeeping. As allergic to housekeeping as you two apparently are based on the discussion in last week's pod. Let's just get into it, you know. Look at the show notes for our Discord. <laughs> Look at the show notes for our Real Pod Corner. Or alternatively... Use Google. Use Google. Use Dogpile. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jeeves if you see him. You know? <laughs> I just think the people are already here. I know, but there are so... We are getting <laughs> new... The new people <laughs> piling in all the time. There's new listeners. <laughs> new listeners all the time, Alex Casey. Um, but I know, I did t- I did take some notes in my notes app, so I'm just going to p- whip them up. Okay. I just had a couple of things that I wanted to, uh, to This address. is exciting. This is the real judging. This is the real judging. Okay. Oh, you wouldn't like. get the sort of self-reflection from Fletch Vaughan and Co. You might get it from Megan. Megan's not there anymore. It's oh. Hayley. Yeah. What? Hayley Sproul. How do you know? This is like huge controversy. <laughs> Megan went away on maternity leave. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Say um, no more. Um, 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 I um. 
sat in a couch that belonged to Hayley Sproul on the weekend. How was that? <laughs> it was a lovely couch. Because, you know, she, like, flips houses in her spare time. That what? woman has she so many a... jobs. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry, how is that something you do in your spare time? They're heavy. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's really impressive. Full on, and she's quite... Is she still doing it? Because that's a bright... When the market's going up, totally understand flipping. But in the in this kind of shaky down market, man, you've got to be brave. don't know. We've always said she's brave, though. Yeah. Um, our phone system sounds like mud, by the way. That's oh, yeah. my first piece of feedback. Real rank, hey. Quite a complaint to telecom. Like, this is, I thought it was going to sound like when we got this piece of tech, I thought it was going to sound like a radio station, you know, like someone calling in on Today FM and sounding uh, just just slightly lower quality are than we, are online. Are we paying money for that? Like on, on a, on no, a, no, no, no. Is it, is it VoIP? Is it, is it VoIP, VoIP technology? VoIP. Maybe the VoIP is, is the problem. Phone? Like, could you call Pizza Hut? Yeah. Yeah. Should so you we? can just use it. <laughs> you can use it as a telephone, like the old days. I love that. It's a museum piece. Um, Hunted, I have a question. I have a question about Hunted. <laughs> yes. And I know we've talked about Hunted on the pod before, and yes. you obviously mentioned it in last week's wrap of international reality shows of the year. When. They're trying to be discreet and hide. Mm. What, it it how, is open. How, 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 what, Pizza Hut? 10 a.m. That's there? mad. You know, if you like Google Domino's and you get like sponsored oh, deals the, for the Pizza coupon Hut. Codes, God, I love yeah. that. What, what's with the cam- camera crews? How are they filmed? They each have one. They've got GoPros and they have one discreet camera person discreet who follows them with like a, like a gym bag with a camera in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I imagine also has to like adapt to whatever disguise they're wearing, aka old lady. This <laughs> most is of the time. incredible. <laughs> I want to see the behind the scenes of the this whole thing shaking out and how like how discreet can you be when there's a guy following you around or with girl. a bulky camera? Or girl? Yeah, or girl. <laughs> it is 2022. Um, Duncan, when talking about uh, below deck down under, you called Brittany Brittany. Oh. oh no! I did a worse thing. I did a This is this is like a top five <laughs> most shameful thing I've ever done on this podcast, which is crazy. Oh, I can't. I can't know if I can say it. It's so. Shameful. I don't even remember what it was. It passed me by. Okay, I, I'm worried about what's going to happen to my body when I say this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so when we're. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, come on. Okay, okay. When we were talking about sun- sunset last week. Are you going to cry? I don't know. Um, I told a story about, like, Lou <laughs> Perino. Yes, I've got that on no. here. No. It's I love you, man. Are you confusing selling sunset with I love you, man? Like, kill me. What kind of... Look at that. What oh, kind my of... Lou Perino. Brain disease, and I thought I had like a thing I could say about a show, but I didn't. I thought it was about a movie. Great movie though. Really Such a good, good movie. Really good movie. Underrated. Stop laughing, Alex. Like it's actually. But also, I love you. It's not even recent. It's oh, really. I only watch movies from then. <laughs> oh God, I'm so sweaty now. <laughs> Oh, that was my only other piece oh, of feedback. I, I didn't listen to the whole thing, otherwise I'm sure there would be more. But oh. I think I, I, I stopped it at Lou Ferrigno because I could not any longer. What is that? It's so embarrassing. <laughs> and Nikki, of course, called you out on it like immediately, right? Yeah. So, oh. And then a really like, it was not funny to her. It's just like, you can't be... 
doing this? Like, you're supposed to be a serious person and you're making the most, like, <laughs> catastrophically stupid blunder and with real confidence. And, like... Yeah, and then also, like, almost, like... Mocking Alex for not remembering the great Lou Ferrigno episode. <laughs> no, shut up. No, don't, don't mention that that definitely happened. <laughs> oh, God, we have to move on. We could honestly oh do God. an hour of this. But we any- need to send that to, like, a hospital. Like, do you need to be checked? I'm, this is happening to me almost constantly. Like, I still get 9 to 10 out of 11 on the New York Times quotes, which I think is objectively hard. But just basic sort of... The middle ground memory is just absolutely shot to hell. And I just think, I don't know if it's okay. For, I, I don't know if I can do a podcast. I don't know if I can do my writing. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just like, I, I just, if you're a doctor, I mean, surely no doctor would listen to no. this show. Is Zay a doctor? He is. Yeah. Which is basically a doctor, I think. So look, <laughs> a doctor like, of the ear. Feel free to remotely diagnose me, and and if you could possibly just put me in a sanitarium. What are they called? Delicious. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I think I, I think I need a nap. Um, just, just long COVID. Just say long COVID. Yeah. You, we can all do that every now and again, can't we? Um, okay. Can we- <laughs> That's, that's, I'm real sorry because the next thing on the agenda, I'm, I'm afraid, is your black eye. Yeah. <laughs> Which beautifully goes with like the gold chain. Black and gold, famously. Great, great combo. Um, yeah, so, so regular listeners will know that I play basketball regularly um, twice a week. And I played this morning, and this, this guy, Ant, who's like, he's strong. Um, he completely unintentionally put out his arm and I just ran straight into it. The video would objectively be hilarious, but I just got completely decked straight into his elbow. But the the beautiful... So I've got like a little black eye, but it's actually quite... It's kind of perfect, hilarious, real pod black eye and that it looks like I'm wearing half an eye's worth of really intense, as Jin, our colleague, put it, Panic at the Disco style... <laughs> Eyeshadow. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just on the lid. You don't seem to have any um, swelling too much. No. no, it was right on the bone and the eye itself. It um, does look a little like you were applying eye makeup, but in a rush. But in you a know, rush. like the Uber driver was like, I'm starting the meter. The great thing is that it's the silly season, and <laughs> my next event where I'm going to see a shitload of people who I sort of half know is tonight. You've so, got to just balance it out. Yeah, the, you've got. you've got... Or do I just cover it up? Balance you could, it yeah. <laughs> I think it's it, balance season. it out. <laughs> Dress up. In fact, if anything, because it's, it's like eyeliner, like quite thick eyeliner, which is honestly everyone on their first time using eyeliner. Um, but you've gotten only like two thirds of the way across. So you could you could add a little <laughs> so, more there and then do the same thing on the other side. You look you fabulous. Could, Pop some lashes on. God. Go, go the whole hog. Or opt for an eye patch. Yeah. Or. Bad sisters. Sunglasses inside. I mean, that's the silly season. Yeah. That'll, you could just be like, I was at another Christmas party last night. Or you could dress as Santa. Santa doesn't, like emo Santa. Big glasses, bushy eyebrows. Oh, yeah. Might cover it up. You've got I so mean, many options. Those are all options. terrible ideas. <laughs> <laughs> or just not go. That's the other thing. No, just no, not I, can't, go. I can't not go. It's my favourite Send a proxy. Like a lookalike. Or just someone else on your behalf. No, no. Okay. A lookalike. Okay, Nathan for you. <laughs> Shall we tell everyone now that we're about approximately 25 minutes into the show what this episode is going to be? 
Do we know? Are we doing this? Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. Okay. We, we do not have a plan B. <laughs> okay. We are going to be, shortly, after a really quick real news, because <laughs> all of this was just banter, um, we are going to be sort of counting down the top 20-ish amount We're just of, counting. We're counting. We, we're talking about some moments. <laughs> hey, no, no, we, this is real. Counting was really hard last time, remember? Yeah. Then you had to keep, no, it was impossible. You had to keep whispering the answers to you. <laughs> Uh, we we are going to be discussing some memorable moments, some memorable people, some memorable couples from Married at First Sight Australia from over the years in anticipation of what's bound to be another fantastic season mm. on the horizon. We've got celebrities January. in the season. Really? Yeah, I read that on the Daily Mail. Celebrities to everyone or just to Australians? Just uh, um, like, will we know who they are? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. They might, like, it might just be celebrities as in returning maths. Because they are now, that's right? They are. Okay, but first of all, um, quick, just quick real news. Yes. Real news. The news has come from Alex Casey, as per always, well, and I've it's had, just your life. I've had two big experiences Tell us more. in the last week. <laughs> last night, I spent six hours on a super yacht uh, with. That's way longer than you normally spend on a super on a Monday. I'm in and out, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With the woman of Thumper, which is a brand new uh, adult entertainment company run by Jasmine X, who features in Chris and Eli's Porn Revolution. Mm -hmm. So it was a bunch of OnlyFans creators on a yacht, and it was the most interesting night of my whole life. (laughs) There was a slide. So first of all, there's the boat itself. We have to discuss because immediately I walked on, I walked up to Skipper Steve and I said, have you seen Below Deck? And he said, people ask me that every single day (laughs) and I haven't. (laughs) That would make you want to watch it, wouldn't it? Yeah, but maybe he's just at sea all the time. I don't know if I want to watch a TV show about podcasting. Yeah. But then I do like to watch, mm. like... If it was good. If it, well, if it was good. Because you can make a real funny one, I reckon. Only murders in the building. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. And, and you liked, you watched And Just Like That, didn't you? Yeah. Carrie Bradshaw? Yeah, of course I did. Um, Fair call. They had a, that's the only super yacht in the country that has an inflatable slide, below deck style, and I asked them a lot about it. They said it takes 30 minutes to pack, pack put up, 30 minutes to pack down, and yeah. he's like, you watch. None of these girls are going to use it. And then, lo and behold... The girls were sliding down that slide like all you the would girls? not believe. All not the all girls. the girls. Some of the girls had to preserve. Was it just girls? Um, no. So there was like, there was the girls of Thumper and then there was their kind of production arm, which is called 24K Media, which was these guys who were all 18, 19. Whoa. Dressed like, um, who's that guy who went to prison? The rapper with the rainbow hair. With like Dennis Rodman, sixty nine, Takashi sixty nine, like they were all dressed like that. Wow, you must be Dennis Rodman. And I was just like, where am I? Like this is just amazing. I'm so glad you went on this thing. It was very scary, and also multiple times. So the chef on the boat was like, James, (laughs) Dennis Rodman. (laughs) Let's give let's give James some space for that. (laughs) That was heaps better than Wolverine. (laughs) Let's be honest. The chef on the super yacht. came up to Jen and I who were there. There was not many media, you know, it was mostly the creators and uh, me and two people from Hexworks and someone from Stuff. And the chef was like, so you must be the organisers. Because <laughs> we looked like the parents on the boat. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. I feel like it's only a matter of time until you start an OnlyFans. And I would join, I would pay. I think it should just be you with a camera on your everyday antics. <laughs> 
Like, it would be so much action. Mm. I did I did arrive. And everyone's in bikinis. Everyone's beautiful. I made a beeline for the boat's fedora. <laughs> there was just, like, one fedora hanging on a hook next to the towels. And I was like, put that on me. Took a photo. I look so bad. Like, I've never looked worse in my whole life. Can we put that I in the Discord? I took my glasses off because I was worried. <laughs> my big fear was that they were going to be creating content, like, content content on this boat. And I was going to somehow get embroiled <laughs> in a collab. <laughs> and I was like, I need to take my glasses off. In case they think I'm a sexy librarian. <laughs> but I am going to Rest put assured, on this fedora. <laughs> there was no confusion as oh to who God. was there to work and who was there to be the organiser. I love that you've got your intro <laughs> for the story already. <laughs> so that was last night. And then last week I had this, I mean, we've talked about run-ins with crime before on this podcast. And I had this like crazy interaction. I was walking home from work through Newmarket and I was coming down the side of like Mount Eden came around the corner there was this drunk guy screaming his head off at this woman was getting all up in people's faces there was a huge crowd of like I'd say maybe 10 people at various distances around everyone was kind of scared didn't know what to do I just want to like you know I've talked a lot about botched um, opportunities oh no what did you do (laughs) well no I simply called the police immediately I acted I acted I was like I'm not going to be a bystander this is my opportunity Called the police, gave them a description. They were like, okay, thank you so much. There's CCTV everywhere. We're going to, like, send someone out immediately. When this was happening, some guys, some kind of, like, buff guys were trying to intervene, and the guy was, like, trying to swing at them. It was all quite intense. Everyone was very stressed out. And I was like, don't worry, guys, I got this. (laughs) Called the police. Hung up. The guy had turned around and and kind of headed away, and the girl was kind of calming down. Everyone was like, oh, okay. And then everyone was like, thank you to me. Thank you so much for calling the police. And I was like, hey, no worries. Sorry about it, guys. <laughs> and I was glowing. At this point, I'm glowing because I was like, I've done the thing I've always wanted to do, to be the person who takes action. And everyone kind of decompressed and started splitting up, <laughs> saying thank you, saying goodbye. And I was like, hey, everybody, don't worry. Have a safe weekend out there. <laughs> no, you did not. I turned around, and that's when I realized it was Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but yeah, I yes. made it to the very end of the heroic scene, and then I completely pantsed it. Oh, I think it's okay to start your weekend early when you you've reckon? been like a social hero. You know? I felt so, because I was like, why did everyone look at me weirdly? Why did everyone look at the hero like that? And I realized that's right. because I've why been did like, everyone look at Alex, did I you say, actually do that? I did. That's for And not only did I say have a safe weekend, but I was also like, what a crazy Friday, am I right? <laughs> like, I was just like so believing it was Friday afternoon. I was so high on my own supply. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I nearly made it to the end of an interaction without um, botching it, but we live to see another day. Hey, I, rest assured, that's probably not the part of that whole encounter they're going to remember. That's true. I can't guarantee it. It looked pretty confused, Jane. <laughs> it is the kind of thing that puts a story over the top. It does. Because you've got that little twist. Also, it's the last thing. They, they might be like, oh, something, I can't remember what it was that happened in Mount Eden today. But this woman <laughs> just kept going on about the weekend. Yeah, this woman was <laughs> ranting about the weekend. And we were, I just remember everyone being terrified. We wanted to get out of there. And then the police showed up. I think it was Alex Katie. <laughs> you're, you're impersonating the, the weekend. The ultimate False crime. Information. <laughs> okay, let's get to reality check. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> she just fine. <laughs> Reality <laughs> No, so we're talking about Married at First Sight Australia. It's a show that we have watched religiously for the past few seasons, but it actually goes back to like 2015, I think. Um, it's we, the best show. Should we just like, we'll, we'll address the elephant in the room, which is that we don't remember a lot. Some of us have never even seen some of the early seasons. No. Um, so we're mostly going to be talking about the more recent, more interesting The ones more we've dramatic. podcasted as well. Sure. Yeah. But I do want to just shout out <laughs> to my good friends, Zoe and Alex from season one. <laughs> Zoe and Alex. Who went on to have a, a baby or two. I can't remember. But they're split now. But they were like a success story from the, the very beginning. Uh, and then Bryce and Erin from season two, still together. Wow. That was back when the show was a lot more observational. Yeah. And less, it was a true science There was like experiment. one dinner party at the very end or something. Like there was no... Stupid. Yeah. They stayed in their actual houses, you nope. know. Got, got a taste of what each other's actual life was like rather than just Yuck. chucking them all into an apartment and throwing all the keys into a bowl. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just wanted to mention them. Uh, because I think I have seen every season of this, even the early ones, but I just don't remember a lot about them because so much has happened in the last few that it's all just, I can't, it's just, it's a chaos of drama and wine. It's hard to know what's Mass Australia early seasons and what's I Love You Man. It's true. I mean? and, and you can say that for almost everything, can't you? <laughs> like, Is it's that a really game show? Easy mistake to make. <laughs> Where should we start, Alex? Well, we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't blow out too soon. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Let's go down towards the end. I reckon. Okay. Let's Should talk about Rusty. Rusty from season eight, because I feel like he's there. Are almost every season there is a character that is the real pod, yeah, mm. embodied. Yeah. And Rusty was that for season eight. You'll remember he married Beth, who tried really hard to like him. She did, and he had a bike. He kept the mountain bike in the apartment. That's right. He'd go out with his midlife cyclist gear on. Um, <laughs> he loved combis. Loved a combi. Um, he had combi pajamas, and I mean, what was his most iconic moment? It was probably when they were doing like the intimacy thing, where you have to stare into each other's okay, eyes. Okay, I like to. I th- so, so what it is is gazing into each other's gazing. eyes. Okay, what Rusty heard was. Olympic level steering competition. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no blinking. Like that kind of like, and he's got this like (laughs) grin on his face. Like, I'm going to win. I'm going to (laughs) win. And Beth's just like, please be more normal. And it was just, it was a real treat. Mm. He was just a character, wasn't he? He was a classic character. And I think he returned for the reunion with a cool, crisp goatee. Yeah. He also loved barbecue. There was a whole thing. He loved mate. Love mate. He's just like, like I like that there is. They've got all of these kind of completely non, unreal looking characters who are just like sculpted and you know just crazy outfits and and really like you'd clock them anywhere in the world. And then there's just a couple of like stodgy normies and they, they're really like important for the show, almost just as like a compare and contrast. And they're always they're just they they are the real pod. You're absolutely right. And and name, Rusty was pure. Is his name Russell? Yeah. Yeah. Russell. So it feels like Rusty feels like a self appointed nickname as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm he's, Russell but you can call me Rusty. He's still really trying hard to make it happen. <laughs> okay, who's next? 
You pick Jane. I'm going to pick Jess. We don't have many notes <laughs> on her, but she was, I feel like, at the time. This is Jess. Um, what's his name? I can't remember. Blonde. <laughs> great. She was married to... Mick. Mick, who was great. Um, and she did the dirty on him with a guy called Dan, who I think was one of the second, like an intruder wedding. That's right. And... Jessica Power. Jessica Power. Good name. Great name. She also returned for Celebrity Big Brother Australia. Right. Um, so, so she's, she's she quite, took off. Yeah. yeah, and she sort of got into that influencer world. And she was, uh, it was just, it was around this time. Was she one of the first kind of big affairs? It was season six. I feel like that was, she was pretty well, early on. was before that. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I mean, there's an affair every season, There right? is now. Yeah, that's true. standard, but I think, you know, like it was still kind of very scandalous at and, the time. And quite long running. Like, I think she mm. really went for it. It was it was spectacular. And, and Mick they, was a sweetie. He was. Farmer Mick. And without this whole thing happening, we would never have gotten the uh, the Cyclone Cyrell in the... Um, in the couch session, but we'll get to that when we talk about Cyril. Oh. Spoiler alert. Jess's um, resounding quote for me is just her going, that's so fake. <laughs> <laughs> she, the deepest vocal fry. She yeah. also did a, um, her and Dan did a post-match interview on one of the <gasps> like that's breakfast right. shows or something where they effectively <clears throat> broke up during the interview. It's so tense. It's so tense. She's just like staring down the camera. He's like trying to, engage her in the conversation and she's not answering any of the questions and after that it was like it's over Mm, the host didn't know what to do no that is a great clip great television um okay your choice next duncan do you want to choose one um (laughs) um, 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 um. just say a name okay I'll go look at the not one of the not one of the big ones (laughs) 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 classic season um Oh, Dion. Oh, Dion. Yeah. How tall is his wallet? Well, he's five foot, but he's ten foot when he stands in his wallet, so I'm just going to do some math. His wallet's five foot tall. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash. Yeah. He how, was, ma- how many coins, though? That's the other thing. Because if it's just coins. I don't think it's any coins. Mm. It's all hundies. Yeah. So so Dion, Dion was paired with... Carolina. Carolina, that's right. And she never even tried with him. Uh, didn't and and was just like really like in these unguarded moments when when she thought that the uh, the mics were off, she would say just like disgracefully horrible stuff to him. And he even then like he just he just took it well. He seemed like the loveliest dude, but um, eventually he had his limits and and made some very good dinner party speeches. Was uh, it Dion who did the cupcakes? Was that Dion? Remember someone made some cupcakes? Oh, I think that was Holly. Yeah. Oh, Holly was Holly. Andrew, and they were like wet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know where that came from. Sorry. Carry I think on. Dion's wardrobe is also Dion's one wardrobe. of the defining wardrobes of the series. Sequined jacket. The sequined yeah. Chicago Bulls jacket. The giant Pharrell lemon squeezer kind of hat mm. and with matching Adidas tracksuit. Oh, incredible new Which was money. later worn we'll by, by Al. That's and you right. could for see his, the his dip. physical pain on Dion's face. Oh, yeah, because Al like, was like doing capoeira next to the fire. Yeah. <laughs> and Dion's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he also threatened to jump in the lake or something as well. I think That's he right. did jump we in the lake. Jump, I don't know. <laughs> but yes, no, Dion, lovely man. Um, when he snapped, though, that was awesome, and he gave that. Cr- I can't really remember what he said. It was like it was a mafia style speech about like how to be a real man. Yeah. And he called out who was that funny blinky Bill guy that <laughs> um, Carolina had the affair with. 
I can't remember his name, but I know the guy. And he took called out his fake teeth from Bali. (laughs) 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 That guy was so weird. Dan? Dan? Everyone's Dan. Yeah. Just an enormous guy. Yeah, tight pants. Yeah, really tight pants. (laughs) Okay, next up. Alex, choose one. Mm. Throw the dart. Where are we going to go next? Can we go to Patrick and Belinda, please? Of course we can. From season eight. Patrick and Belinda, both infamously, infamous is probably not the right word, but, you know, both uh, both virgins? She's a virgin. Oh. She was a virgin and he was just very unexperienced, never had a girlfriend. Mm. Is that the way it was? Um, and I just... I know they were a really iconic couple. I can't remember loads about their arc except for the bath toast. Bath toast. <laughs> that was huge. <laughs> he ran her a bath on their honeymoon. So they know each other, have known each other a day. He poured an entire bottle of bubble bath in there, <laughs> followed up by 16 rose bushes worth of petals. Um, and they climbed in there together, I believe, in their togs. And he started just playing with her feet and really close to his face it was just there's something about it it was just weird but them Mm, you know mm. there is something about the bath like the honeymoon bath is almost a story beat in maths don't get in a bath with another person in general like it's it's just not made for they're not made for two people no limbs akimbo you know (laughs) Like there's some serious sort of Tetris shit that has to go on there, and it's not mm. something. It's not something I want to do with someone I've been together with for years, let alone a perfect stranger. I don't know what the window is where you're sort of familiar enough to have a bath, but not too familiar to have a bath. <laughs> but it certainly isn't three days in. <laughs> that's a really good point because maybe yeah, maybe there is just a little window where that's a nice novelty it's like a half day (laughs) it's very 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 narrow window because you're right once you've known someone for a while everything about the bath situation is just annoying like can you move that you know like yeah chafing on the side of the whatever (laughs) and someone's you know doing a fart under that water of course they are (laughs) that that bubble did not come from the bubble bath Um, did Patrick become a massive shit stirrer later in the season? I can't remember there was, exactly There why. was something. There was something. He, uh, You're right. On the boys' night, I feel like he started to get... I remember at the time, I think it was like they kind of thought they were one of the main couples, and they sort of were until they became a bit safe and boring, and then Patrick just started getting amongst it, yeah. like with whatever else was going on. Well, I think they, they basically both were like the weird couple, yes. obviously, but I think neither of them sort of knew it, and they, and and everyone like glommed onto them because it was such a kind of divisive and uh, there's a lot of unpleasantness that season. And there were these, they were, they were Switzerland, this kind of neutral couple. <laughs> but as a result, I think they yeah they totally had main character energy. So towards the end, they would sort of act in the, the as if they were like mirroring the behaviour of the bad couples, but they were like terrible at it, and it yeah. was just quite it was quite, <laughs> it was quite cute, you know. Um. Did you mention that he clapped her feet together? I was clapping the feet. Yeah, I just remembered reading this article. It was like he got didn't know what to do, so started clapping the feet. Also, Belinda's wardrobe, another another finding wardrobe. Totally, but that was it. Was like that was her take on 
the sort of fancy wardrobe of the other mm. uh, woman, but it just wasn't quite. But it was actually weirdly, I think, ahead of its time. Like she was dressing like a Y2K teen, which is how all the teens are dressing now in 2022. And this was way back. Well, that's, maybe that's we've been story, influenced. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this was last year. <laughs> nah. It what? Was. This is 2021. <laughs> I stand by it. She was ahead of her time. <laughs> Every time we have a season of maths, I'm like, I'm never forgetting a single moment. Like, I've been living and breathing this. Like, this one is living in my memory forever. And then a week later, all the names, all the quotable quotes, all just gone. All just gone. We just consume too much reality TV, but there's no way out now. And yet not enough somehow yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, next up, let's talk about, should we talk about Liv? Let's get whoever I'm done with. Oh, Is yes. that okay? Yeah. yeah. So Liv was from the most recent season that was this year. Uh, Olivia, you may know her as, and she was paired with... Jackson. Are they still together? No. No. So she um, started out being just lovely girl next door type. So yeah, she she was, cut, you know, like the, the initial presentation was, this is a lovely normal person who's been through some shit. And, mm. and they really kept that up for quite a while. Mm. Like it was almost like, you know, like a 90s thriller kind of thing where they you know it was like single, single white, white female <laughs> or something like that where they just only like little nods it was beautifully like structured that that reveal because when she goes she goes mm. and there was just no covering it up like when she would tell those stories about the bridesmaids do you remember the bridesmaids oh dress and you started oh, yeah. to see these little stories from her history of how she said the bridesmaids dresses she was going to be the head bridesmaid or whatever said they look like shit yeah and then she got taken out of the bridal party and then cut up the dress and sent it back to the bride. Yeah, I mean what? that's a that's a red flag. <laughs> uh, she didn't. She was um, very sort of possessive of Jackson as well, um, and she admitted to a lot of stuff about her personality that is is weird to admit. Like, hmm. like she would, she admitted to being possessive and holding um, a grudge, holding a grudge, and that kind of thing, and. Of course, you don't want to get caught in the crosshairs, but that's exactly what happened with Domenica. Domenica became her target, and I can't remember. She complained about Domenica's voice being too loud or something at yeah. a dinner party, at which point Domenica probably shouldn't have, but smashed a glass um, in anger. And I think it's testament to how unlikable Liv had become at that point that you're like, that's somehow defensible of Domenica, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 She held on to that until the finale, the yeah. glass smash was But, just... of course, Liv didn't help her case by going around claiming to everyone she was threatening me with it, she was standing over me, she was waving it around in my face. Unfortunately, they, they filmed it. Yeah. They filmed it. That wasn't the case. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there was a real divide between, it was like on one side there was Dominica and Ella, who became her mm-hmm. BFF, and on the other side you had Liv and Carolina, actually. Yeah, it was really the rogue, you know, whichever the rogue she could get on her side. And obviously, we haven't discussed the OnlyFans incident, which really like yeah. mm. took off, where, where she sort of tried to kind of, I don't know, shame Dominica for having an OnlyFans, and uh, she distributed not... pictures. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she got, showed it around. She had her friends. Phone. Her friends, oh yeah, I say, um, look up pictures and send them around amongst everyone. Just, just as a, just thought it was interesting rather than no, yeah. it's like good on her. Chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good on, did you know about that, Jack? It's just good on her though. And then Jack was so cool. Oh, Jack was amazing at that dinner party. So. He was amazing throughout the whole show. He was, he was just like 
the perfect modern man. He I was thought. the dream. Yeah. Um, and then not long after that scandal broke, uh, Olivia started her own OnlyFans, yeah, which just, remains till this day. Right. So there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> she also, I think, the one thing that really stood out about Love because she would, um, she'd talk about these, you know, I guess in the moment she got emotional, or whatever. But it was actually her interviews to camera mm. when there was no heat on her. She was just talking her mind freely. And that's when she called Domenica white trash and said heaps of other really problematic stuff that there's no way you can blame on a heat of the moment situation. No. So it's just like to the core, yuck. Yucky yuck. Yep. Okay. That's the ruling. Someone who was an absolute blessing in season nine, Al. <laughs> Sweet Al. Oh. How many showies did this little boy do? At least <laughs> two. <laughs> At least two. And the original many, one in the callback. <laughs> and how many did he want to do? Because oh. that guy was like just, he had his hand like, <laughs> floating near his foot at all times just in case it ever, oh, and it, they loved him for it, but... Uh, he did the worm a lot. Yeah. yeah. He was just a sweet, a sweet he little He was very boy. wide-eyed at every... He was learning everything for the first time <laughs> ever, um, including how to use a washing machine. That's right. Had he ever had a job? He still lived at home with so, mum. Yeah. yeah. Um, he hadn't done a heap of washing. Hadn't done a heap. <laughs> Probably, I would hazard, still hasn't done a heap of washing, to be no. fair. Well, he's straight into Love Island now. Yeah. yeah. Someone do your washing, do your washing for, you. for you. That's true. <laughs> he did funny chat about the gym... He was just—he was just so funny. Like all mm. the time, Al was just like—like like he gave you that that comic relief, and and every so often it, it looked like his um, his marriage might work, but uh, no. not he wrote today. a poem, a very sweet yeah, poem. He did write but a poem. didn't land right, did it? He was no. very clueless. But I I will always remember him for his facials during the dinner parties when shit was going down, <laughs> and he was just like. Just wide-eyed, mouth agape, like not That's even hiding right. it at all. His face was saying absolutely everything, and I love him for it. And I hope he brings the energy to Love Island in Australia. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has the lowdown on everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market. The opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. Join some of the superstars of the investment and business world as they share advice from their time in the US so you can make your mahi count in this massive market. The Investment Fix Podcast, brought to you by Invest New Zealand. Tune in today. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and of course past performance does not guarantee future returns. Who next? 
Can we do Gonzo? Or do we want oh to save God. Gonzo for one? I, no, we've got to talk Gonzo. I think, I think it's time. Gonzo dessert. <laughs> Gonzo <laughs> is probably my top. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, because Gonzo himself was incredible, but the Gonzo effect, yeah. like what he did for the whole show, mm. would that just... The way that he responded to every dick with just like an absolute hurricane of of, of offense and D- defense. Lo- it was defense, really. He's De- so defensive. Yeah, I've never seen true. anyone so defensive on the telly, but in the funniest way. Like, nah, no, no I, I didn't. Whoop. Just, just like so the- comfortable lying <laughs> and so David Brent, oh, yes. just the entire time. When they were went on that couples retreat, he's like. Not the best pizza party I've ever been to. And for some reason, it doesn't sound that funny when you say it, but when when it's in the context of the show and it's him saying it, and it's like just needless little digs here and there, delivered in the most hilarious way. Total David Brent. Complete. If you don't know who we're talking about, by the way, we're talking about Bryce, Bryce. of Bryce and Melissa, who are still together. They've gone on to have twins. They've got twins. How does this make this, that single fact is like, it's against God, against nature. How could it possibly be? And yet, like... Because this was the thing, right? And we talked about this constantly during our recaps. As he was just proving a point by the end of it. Yeah. He was just going to stay with Double Melissa down. till the yeah. day he died. Just to prove us wrong. Just to yeah. prove everyone wrong. That's how <laughs> defensive he is. He was willing to like stay married to someone he was not attracted to. Have twins with Have them. Have twins with them. Which I, I feel like he did with his mind. Yeah. 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 Was, this is how real it yeah, is. Not one, but two. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, he infamously said to her by the fireside when they had the honesty box. Um, he, she that, was like, do you find me attractive? He's like, oh, I like a girl with green, green, with green eyes. Not blue eyes. And uh, more tan, blonder than you blonde. are. It was just... It is horrible. I actually did go back and I watched the um, one of the therapy... What are they called? The couch sessions, which is when Melissa gets played the tape of where Bryce's friends basically admit kind of off camera that um, he was buying gifts for the girl on the outside. The girl on the outside! this huge storyline. The girl on the outside. I'm sorry. But watching Melissa, like, you know, try and, like, reconcile that and be like, oh, I don't... I don't know. Is that and is that true? And Bryce is like, they're acting. My friends were encouraged <laughs> to act, and it was just like, what are you saying? He was just spinning the longest yarn because they definitely were not acting at this point. It was like after the interview, the cameras are kind of relaxed, like you can see production faffing around, and you can see one friend talk to the other one and say, "He's lying to her, isn't he?" And the friend goes, "Yes." I've got this um, cameo that I actually ordered for a mutual friend of ours for his birthday from Bryce because he's a big Bryce fan. I would have played it to you at the time, but I feel like I should just play <laughs> it for you. Should be a big Bryce fan. <laughs> Everyone at home. And the best thing about it is he's like, when you order a cameo, they you, you put down notes of what to say. And I asked him, because remember he was like bad, bad chicken when he, <laughs> he oh, stormed yeah. off from a dinner party, <laughs> went away for a while, came back and just pretended like he had a sore stomach and he just sat down. Everyone was like, you all right? And he's like, bad chicken. <laughs> um, so I asked him to reference bad chicken, which he didn't. Um, but I also asked him to say the line, not the best pizza party I've ever been to. And he duffed it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Callum, it's Bryce from Out at First Sight. Uh, just wishing you a very happy 36th birthday for this weekend. Heard you're a huge fan of me and the show. So thank you very much. Appreciate that. And uh, look, when you're having a birthday, you've got to go out and do some stuff. Look, I've been to some good pizza parties before, but... I don't recommend them, but still, 
You do you, mate. Have a great birthday. Hope it goes well. <laughs> that is so. That's so funny. Like I scripted it for him, you know. I made it so but I knew. In his defence, that's way better than whatever you scripted. Like him just botching it so catastrophically it's as true. purest Bryce. Oh. In his ongoing rivalry with who was the Sam? Sam. Oh. Sam is the one who gave him the nickname Gonzo and said something about like his you know radio career and. That's right. Yeah, Sam really was basically a tool uh, and, and really antagonistic towards him, but that relationship was unbelievable because the, they wouldn't just have like a, a, a little sharp exchange. It would just be like, it'd be like a five-setter at Wimbledon. Like it was so <laughs> yeah. intense and prolonged, their, their exchanges. And didn't Gonzo throw water, go to throw water at Sam and it landed on whoever was sitting next yeah, to Yeah, I think it was Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like super, you know, like... Gonzo. Super, but like water's not very exciting to throw. Like learn a lesson mm. from Martha. Throw red wine, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're gonna throw it, hit the right person. <laughs> oh, Bryce! I just love when whenever those um, dinner parties happened, and Bryce would walk in, and Sam would greet everybody and just go Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> like that was just his name, <laughs> and it is mean, but whatever. <laughs> okay, um, Tracy Jewel. Jewel, Our good friend. Jewel Lynn and Our Crown. We spent time with Tracy, anyway. She came over to do a book launch. We presented it at um, Time Out Bookstore. The Real Housewives of Auckland were there. And they, I drove her around. Yeah. The city. Yeah. Like, like, what if I'd been in an accident and she'd got hurt? Like, you, know, when she, you two should never travel together like that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, Why was she here? She was here to launch her book. This Goddess Means oh, Business. Yeah. That's right. Which is like her fourth book. I don't know. <laughs> They're getting know. smaller yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's like it looked like the Blue Day book, like all a I, toilet CD shaped book. All I remember is that we made her watch Uncle Barry. Um. <laughs> oh my god! In a segment that did not make it to air on the spin-off TV, but Rest can be peace. seen on the internet, maybe. Still? I don't even know. Oh, it's on the we got to find that. I mean, they, they, they had the book launch at Time Out. Mm. Right? What was, what, was that her book? Surely not. That doesn't make any sense. That but was her book. No, because it was a, a Corny was working at Time Out. Uh, and and then, because there, there were our real housewives there. I did just say all this, but yes. Yeah, I know, but, but sheesh, sheesh, there was, it was very, very intense. It was really, it was Different the first time. time we met a lot of Cornies. Um Hayden from Maths NZ was there and took home like took 14 chicken. whole chickens with him. Um, the housewives were asking her questions directed at the spin-off because they were pissed off with us. And then oh Duncan got into a discussion with Angela Stone, which I tried to covertly <laughs> record. <laughs> and what I've got on my phone is just voice notes of a hubbub. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about? I forget. It's been so many. Was that the peak? That was of the of real world. I, think it I wasn't even was. there. I was I washing mean, mold off the ceiling because I had an inspection the next morning. Yeah, it's even that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like it really, I think it defines, we had like Cornies, we had Maths AU, we had Real Housewives, we had Maths NZ, we had Nando's. We were in a highly regarded bookstore we had no business being mm. in. But it was also like Bachelor era, mm. like. What a time. <sighs> Wind it back. But she was also really good on the show. <laughs> She was great on the yes. show. She was great on the show. She, um, Dean was notoriously a dick and she gave him a good dressing down. Hell he of a rapper, though. Hell of a rapper. We'll get to him. He, he expected her to, he cheated on her with Davina. Mm-hmm. He expected her to uh, take him back and she did for some time. 
But then she thought better of it, came to the final vows. He thought it was a sh- he was a shoo-in, yeah. and she dumped, dumped his ass. He turned on the waterworks hard and was just like, I want you. And then she just dunked on him so hard. Go back and watch that. All the comments are basically about how incredible the, the scoring is of, right. those, of those two wedding speeches because you think hers is going to be like, yeah. I love you, I take you for all your flaws and stuff. And then she's just like, this experiment has shaken me awake. Unfortunately, Dean, you don't deserve me. And then he's like, (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing TV. Actually, Dean doesn't have his own segment. I just had him down as an honourable mention in this list. So I'll just quickly say it now. He did, of course, um, teach Tracy to skateboard, which was just some magic television. But yes, it was the rap. And uh, here are the lyrics to the rap. Whoops, part of the rap. Tracy, my little lady, you drive me crazy. After last week on the couch, you probably hate me, but you gave me a shot. You're so hot. Plus, your brain is next level. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Oh, God. <laughs> and, then, and then, and didn't he look like have like an ad agency or something? Like, just imagine trying to just live after that <laughs> happened on TV and was just forever remembered by the crazy all the thing platforms. is that the, the rap worked. Oh, I know yeah. you love the rap. It worked. And Tracy like, wore a big hat. Yeah. He got it. He got her back with their app. You know, Dean Maths. Didn't he start a podcast or something? Didn't they all? They I mean, all did. Yeah. Shawnee, the Shawnee Show. Remember Shawnee? Oh God, Shawnee. The Shawnee Show is probably still going. I know that JT from uh, Survivor still listens to it. Gonzo and Melissa had. Gonzo and Melissa had fun. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, we're getting down to some real, um, some real treats now. And us, and us. Basic is how her surname looks. It's probably basic or something. I'm not sure. Nothing basic about There's her. Nothing basic about Innes. So Innes was married to Bronson, walked up to him the moment she met him and said, can we get rid of that eyebrow ring? <laughs> Bronson mm. was so sweet. He was. He really put up with quite a bit. He did. <laughs> Yeah. He slept in an Australia onesie, like just like a oh, tourist the, onesie. The, the yellow one. Yeah, that was that was. And it, was he a stripper? Yes. But he was like, but he was like extremely wealthy as well, and he was like, I don't want to tell her. Yeah, yeah, complicated yeah. character. But she was just such a savage. Um, she said to camera after the eyebrow, the eyebrow comment. She said to camera while they were like doing their photographs. Uh, eyebrow rings are so Britney Spears, like having a breakdown in two thousand. Which is actually. Early. <laughs> yeah. I had a eyebrow ring. Early 2000s? Late 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Early. Still <laughs> got the scars. Had the eyebrow ring for about six months. Got the scars for life. <laughs> well, There's always, you always ba- bring ba- it back. Bad piercings. As you read about on the spin-off. Mm. So I've got my big, my big nose one too because the man used a gun. Which you're not supposed yeah, to do. my my uh, sister had uh, a, a nose one. I think it was a gun as well. My dad ripped it out. <gasps> what? Yeah, he was so cross. I don't know how like my through, eyebrow through. I'm sure it sounds much more dramatic than it was. And it, didn't sli- it, didn't, it didn't slice your nose open. <laughs> okay, that way. okay, okay. But I'm sure ah! it fucking hurt. Um, Innes also gave a great. Great quote. <laughs> Great quote before the wedding. And the producer said, what are you feeling right now? And she said, um, I feel like horny. <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't going to get a horn on with uh, with Bronson, but she no. did get it on with Sam. Other Sam. Other Sam. Not the Sam. We're talking season six here, so not Gonzo Sam. Oh, God, were they different seasons? Oh. Totally different seasons. Yeah, yeah. Totally different seasons. But that, but that, 
that was like maybe the sexiest scene in mass history. It was extremely sexy. Like I was shocked that they the camera stuck around for as mm. long as they did. Like they were like, okay, if you're just going to be here, this is this is happening. Yeah, mm. and then there was like you know there were shots of bras and underwear and stuff on the floor the morning after. Like it was and things underneath covers. Yeah, yeah. I think previously Davina and um, what's his face, Davina and Dean. I don't think they consummated their in the traditional sense. I think it was more a, an emotional and a little bit physical, maybe see kissy touchy DMs and that kind of thing. And but quite, this was I like, think they had the quite brazen kiss like that was around the corner from the dinner party. Yes, like, totally. I mean I'm not I'm not lights. I'm not excusing it, but this took things next level. Totally. Like there was no mistaking that yeah. these two had the sex. No mistake. We saw it. We basically <laughs> saw it. <laughs> Which we were weird. All the cordially porn, invited. Porn revolution. <laughs> um, and I feel like we should segue into Elizabeth from here. Uh, Lizzie? Lizzie? Do we yeah. call her? She was like Lizzie on season six, and then I feel like Elizabeth, Elizabeth on season yeah, seven. Because she you, was, you've written a short a essay about her, which is really cool. No, this was her, because she had another mic drop quote, but we'll talk about her in season six first. So Sam treated her like crap the entire time. Obviously cheated on her, but also lied at length about how she was like harassing him, trying to stick her fingers in his mouth, all this stuff. When she was just like, "Can you just like say hi to me?" She did <laughs> force feed him strawberries with Nutella. But <laughs> having an indoor picnic, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> then he lied, didn't he, about her friend? Well, we can only assume it was a lie. But yes. he was desperate to get out of there, and he. He told a story that may or may not be true about a sick friend or something, and he just had to had to leave. His ex's mum's funeral? Oh, that's what it was. Almost immediately. Like, after the wedding, he's like, gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> I'm out of here. And there is also the horrible statements that he made about her when she walked up. Oh, sorry. When he... No, yeah. When she walked up the aisle and he said he's not used to dating girls that big or something mm-hmm. like that, but we'll get her running. Which is something that she obviously didn't oh. know about until the, the reunion, the which reunion. he did not even show up to. Probably another funeral, mm. you know, dropping <laughs> her flies. At this point. <laughs> yeah. And it was when she saw that footage that she just had this, like, amazing mic drop speech about, you know, women and bodies and all of that. And she kind of It was a real turning point. It feels like a real turning point moment for her for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Because then she came back the following year. She had an amazing look in season six. She like did. that. That's probably the best Mavs Halloween costume if you were going to replicate a character's <laughs> look. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, but I loved her commitment to it. Like, yeah. you know, you go on the show and everyone expects you to dress a certain way, look a certain way, have your makeup a certain way. And she was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do the heaviest, like, Duncan Greve eyeliner <laughs> oh, yeah. you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> That's Huge actually what I'm lips. doing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand chain necklaces and just this kind of, like, scene kid hair from the mid-2000s. You're trying, Amazing. To, trying to convince us that this whole, the, the gold chain is inspired by David A. And I'm starting to think it's actually inspired by Lizzie because True. now that you've got the eyes going on as well. <laughs> I'm just going to slowly chip away and then when I come come back from my holidays and I'll just look like Lizzie and no one will say anything because it's just it's been a death by a thousand She cuts. also had terrible extensions which you would never recognise, don't no, you? I you're still don't believe you see lovely, lovely hair. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Good luck to her. She, she actually in season seven had a lovely relationship with a, um, a lovely man and I think they stayed together for a little bit pretty sure they're not anymore oh, I have to go but can we talk about Troy before I do yes oh I actually think before we talk about Troy we should talk about Nessa okay just real quick okay because what a seize like that is crazy that Nessa and Troy two of the all time weirdest people to ever be <laughs> on any screen on any planet were together 
the thing about NASA, for 90% of the season, he was perfectly kind of fine. There was the odd bad bit of this and that, mm. you know, but kind of just pretty low level by math standards. He didn't, we didn't really care onto him being what he truly is until the very end. And then since. Since, on social in, media. In fact, since has been so much more dramatic. He was just a humble guy taking his bin out in, in, his, in his undies, you know, and then he became this sort of just career troll, like just of every person on every season. And what was that? Re- they had a reunion that was like a mix of all this the seasons. This was not that long ago, yes. And he uh, he really got absolutely railed by everyone in that because he talked so much shit online, sometimes <laughs> under like accidentally using his own account but talking as if he was on his burner account. <laughs> so good. So good. That's a classic. <laughs> and also, then he got railed by everyone during that reunion to the point that he walked out. He also, John Lemon, you know, yeah, lest well, we forget. I mean, we should say, we don't condone online bullying and bad behaviour. Of course we don't. But we do like it when celebrities talk to us. <laughs> and I do think it's part a fine, of like... fine balancing act. <laughs> Ness's relationship with the real pod is... I think played a huge part in him making this list as well. I don't want to say that he has a close relationship with the real pod because literally no one else will talk to him and that <laughs> he will talk to literally anyone. Mm. But that's the truth of the matter. <laughs> it is the truth. And things got really close for a while there. He started looking through my Instagram, leaving a lot of comments. Um, a nice Christmas photo of me and my partner Joe, and he just commented, "Looks like John Lemon." Mm. <laughs> a name that so Joe good. has has to this day. Stuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> and just the occasional text, sometimes a call, um, but it's, it had been a while. So I decided when the, we were kind of prepping yeah, this. Well, there was a time where you were hearing from him so much, and it was bugging you out, and so you sort of stopped. And he he was sending weird emojis and all sorts of things, and you were just like, "This is it. Okay, I'm not going to talk to him anymore." But then we had our CTI rankings and we we had a, a live acceptance from from Chris Parker and I think you got you got carried away, didn't you? I got carried away. Well I wanted to text the guy and see if he wanted to just issue a statement or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I texted him and within I would say ninety seconds my phone was ringing. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran into the studio. <laughs> Samuel was in his final lecture, I think, at B school remotely, and I was like, we need to record this. <laughs> And uh, this is what happened. Hello. Hi, NASA. How's it going? I tell you what, I am absolutely like shaking of winning this award. It, it, it's like winning the Academy Award. It's like winning the Global Globe. It's like winning like a gold record. It's like winning a million dollars in the New Zealand lottery. So you've made the top 20 list of all time, Maths characters. Can, are, you, are you serious? It's not a joke, right? This is not a joke, Nessa. This is a serious award, and you are you are among the recipients. That's insane. But, can I come over to New Zealand Collected, or how does it work? We might just hit pause on that, but <laughs> we'll definitely um, send you a link to the podcast episode. Oh, that's insane. So who voted for these things? Just people. Um, it was a panel of three. Actually, yeah. Duncan wasn't involved. It was a panel of two. Yeah. And you, uh, you came out. You came out in the top twenty. So huge moment for you, I imagine. That is a huge moment because last time I was at the Arias, um, and uh, and that was a, like a huge moment. The Arias was like a huge moment, and no word of a lie you can tell your your panel and and all your your co-workers. NASA was the most photographed person. 
Can I ask, Nessa, are you curious about who else is on the top 20 list? Yeah, absolutely. Are you, are you absolutely. So, hang on, I, I won it. So who's, 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 who's the others? So it's the most memorable characters of all time. So it's a, it's a good spread. We've got um, some of your friends, uh, Jessica. Jessica's on there. Tracy yeah. Jewell is yeah, on there. Yeah, I, I, am, I am the man. That's it. I've won it. That's really, no one remembers second, third or fourth. Everyone remembers first. And I'm first and that's all you need to know. Did not say at any point that you were first, Nessa. <laughs> <laughs> see, 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 there you go. And, and not just that. And remember, every time you guys contacted me, I was always there for you. You were. To be fair, you have <laughs> always true. been there for us, and we really appreciate it. So thank you so much uh, for accepting this award. Is there anything else you want to say to your New Zealand fans? Yeah, I want to say I love New Zealand. I, look, I might be visiting in uh, January. Uh, there, and if I do visit, I'd love to meet you or come in or wherever you are, Auckland, Christchurch, whatever, come in and we actually do maybe a, a, a sit down with Nash uh, to talk all things TV and media and all that. Uh, but I want to thank all my New Zealand followers and all the girls in New Zealand because I think New Zealand has the hottest girls. I really do. And the most friendliest um, uh, people um, that I've, I've met. And I've done a lot of travelling. So I want to thank New Zealand. I want to thank New Zealand government, New Zealand Prime Minister, and everyone that's living in New Zealand. Whether you're not New Zealander, foreigner or what, I love you and I thank you. And remember, this is the only thing you need to guys know is that in Nash we trust. That's all you need to know. Remember that in Nash we trust. Wherever you go, just say in Nash we trust. What just happened? Wow, that really escalated. <laughs> I mean, it started quite high, yeah, and it really it peaked and then burst <laughs> through. I want to get in touch with New Zealand government and let them know about this because yeah. it's like the honour that we bestowed on him, <laughs> or that he claimed for himself, and then the honour that he bestowed on us. Incredible. Well, we need to tell each and every girl. New Zealand has the hottest girls. Everyone in the country, whether you're born here or you're a foreigner, all of you (laughs) need to know. And we're just going to go around and say to each other, in Ness we trust. In Ness. In Ness we trust. And when you go to to get your coffee, a flat white in Ness. It's like under his eye, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) In Ness we trust. Wow. Amazing. What a caring day. I've had some follow-up texts. Um, um, of course you have. Sunday, Sunday morning. Hi guys. <laughs> I'm <laughs> still blown away. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, like four or five days later now. Can you send me a link or something to post? I said we'll send you a link when the podcast is up. I'm very humbled and I love you guys. I will come over next year and we can do a podcast live when math starts. Nope. We can talk all things reality. Nope. I mean I, mean, ma- I can get maybe. man on the fold, you know? Yeah. I'm not not because he said when he said media, I was like media. Right? <laughs> is he going to listen back to this and, and share it? I think this so. is going to be the true test. Yeah, it's freaking incredible speech he goes. Amazing speech. I mean, everything he's ever delivered, including a birthday video for you, Alex. That's for right. Everything he's ever delivered has been magical. I have to go. I mean, we've peaked. So see you <laughs> later, Duncan. <laughs> do you want to quickly, Troy? No, no, I can't. You're going to let us do Troy. Yeah, because we can't you, rush. You enjoy Troy. that delicious meal. Okay, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Duncan. Um, Bye, Duncan. Have uh, a good whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we have peaked. It's really hard to uh, to top that. That is am- amazing. Okay, 
That's um, also, I will say, an edited down version of that conversation. Of it, it was very long. <laughs> was it problematic? We've definitely had to to edit um, him for. I don't actually know if it did. It was just more mostly problematically boring. <laughs> <laughs> Love to talk about the arias. There's people like Matt <laughs> from uh, from this year's season who was kind of rusty 2.0. Yes, um, was married to can't remember her name. Kate. Kate, and there was just two things I remember really well as him. Trying to impress her in the pool by like doing belly flops and things, <laughs> doing, doing a massive bomb, and then asking if she wanted to cuddle in the spa or something at some point. Very, very awkward. Barely asking her, kind of pulling her backwards and then slipping, <laughs> <laughs> like falling over on his ass. And then at some point he realised, look, this is never going to happen. He went out on a boys' night, got absolutely totaled. This is with the other dudes from the show who all at some point just made their way back to the apartment. Mm-hmm. Sans Matt, who carried on with goodness knows who. Potentially on his own, came home three o'clock in the morning, banging on everyone's doors, wanting to have a good time in a party, and that was the last straw for Kate. That was the end of the relationship. Yeah, and he had to issue an apology at the yes. dinner party the next day. The most guilty Denver, hungover, looking like crap. I was like, "What did you do last night, Matt? It must have been bad." It was. So I think he funny. got into rooms. Like, well, he definitely got into Mitch and Ella's room. That's right. <laughs> Just a hilarious guy. Um, Another one who's that's that was the real pod proxy. In yeah, that season, you know why is it that <laughs> all the duffers, the, the normy duffer dudes, <laughs> they never have duffer girls, eh? Uh, they must be in the in the chambers somewhere. They I must know, it's be. It's kind of an archetype. They're older, sort of mid forties, divorced. Um, yeah. Which is guy. kind of like that's basically my smorgasbord at this point as a as an, an unmarried woman. <laughs> that's what I've got. I've got the rustiest and the mats of this world. Life's and looking aren't good. You lucky, Mike. Can we talk about Mike and Heidi? Oh, yes, Mike. Not your therapist. I'm not your therapist, Mike. Got my hair tattooed on. Mike went out for takeaways for the pair of them. The takeaway joint that she wanted her food from was closed, and so he came back with food only for himself. Didn't even ring her and say, it's closed, can I get you something else? Mike? Started a podcast, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) On the mic with Mike? On the mic with Mike. (laughs) He was the first very obvious example. Not obvious example, but I think he was um, almost the defining moment for me learning what gaslighting was. It was something that I feel like was talked about quite a mm-hmm. bit in the season on the couch with him, and he gave very clear examples, and I was able to go, oh, that's what gaslighting is. This is actually, in, in the only silver lining of this is, like, this is a conversation that's being had now. Mm. This behaviour we've seen, we didn't know what it was. didn't have a name. I was actually read this interesting article on Stuff Today about the rise of that term. And I also think Mike's season was like where people were actually using gaslighting correctly. Yes. Because now I think in reality people just use gaslighting for anything they don't like. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame because it's a very useful label for something that's very kind of Specific, insipid yeah. and um, hard to articulate. The tattooed hair was just wild. It was wild. Because it was like you have ta- you tattoo on stubble. Double. So he, wants, he wanted clearly to make it look like I am not losing my hair, I am... I've shaved I've my, shaved head, my like head two by days choice. Ago. By yeah. choice. This look is by choice, not because of mm. what nature's doing is a natural part of aging or genes no. or what have you. No. Anyway. And was paired with Heidi, who had arguably the best hair so, I of mean, all of Mass This is Mass true. History. She had a, her, on her wedding day. Stunning. Stunning. 
Beautiful blonde Carrie Bradshaw curls. Loved Heidi. She actually was the Carrie Bradshaw of Down Under. She really was. <laughs> yeah. She had her own radio show. It's Loved true. it. They didn't last. No. And nothing ever does. Dominica, we've talked about a little bit when we were talking about um, Liv. Just, I don't know. She, I, she was one of the standouts of the season. She was unashamedly who she was. Mm-hmm. She had this amazing family. There was a delicious... <laughs> Luscious family lunch at one point that I think about Italian taste. (laughs) Yeah, that beautiful date and that kind of like little mock Italian village place. She was just awesome and she was so cool. She inspired me to go to the chemist warehouse and buy several shades of blue nail polish, which I wore once and then went, oh, that makes me look like a corpse. And I don't know how she pulled it off. The true test for me of maths is who I end up following on social media Mm. at the end of the season. And I followed. Dominica. I think she might be the only one that I follow. Wow. Yeah. Didn't did she go on? I think she she went on to do more TV work, right? She became the host of some game show um, after Maths. She I don't know. When I say follow on social media, <laughs> <laughs> literally give them a follow. I am not on social media heaps, so right. I don't actually sort of follow what they're up to. Mm. Uh, hit the follow button. But her and Ella really, really close. Her and Jack didn't work out. Sadly, I, you know, I think it was an amicable parting. They're still friends. Um, they also had this beautiful dogs, you know, right. the dogs at the wedding. Dominica and Ella are quite close. A, uh, a new article from four days ago. <gasps> Math star Dominica Colaco and mm-hmm. Ella Ding reveal they filmed X-rated OnlyFans video together. Oh, wow. that is a kind of a level of closeness, isn't that it? That is a level of closeness. Can I be in your OnlyFans but the one where... You just go around and film your everyday life and funny things happen to you. Yeah, you can pop up. And then that, we, we can, can get, collab. We can get a story like that. We can collab. Yeah. <laughs> get all the nerds flooding in to, to see us <laughs> tripping over the curb, waiting outside for your stepdad to drop off an advent calendar for the cat. You know, mm, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, all of that. It is interesting that now because like I feel like the influence economy is kind of tanked in the Instagram kind of sponsored content way that more and more reality stars are going to OnlyFans. Like yeah. that is the new place to and go. And Dominica's like, I was here first. Dominica I was here before it was cool. else. Come on. Um, Coco. Coco. One of the greatest of all time. Amazing energy. So much energy. Does the fact I got a body like a hot dog matter? Of course it doesn't. <laughs> of course it doesn't. You put that hot dog body in a cat suit and you oh, do your my. revenge walk into that dinner party, my friend. <laughs> I wish I had a hot dog body, if that's what a hot dog body looks like. Coco, beautiful, hilarious. So many quotable quotes. Uh, she was paired with Sam. It didn't work out. She kind of... The, she the, had an emotional affair. She had an emotional affair with Cam, who was a drongo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was a sad thing for her. But I under, kind of understand why she did stray, because Sam was just not the one, you Sam's know, and awful. he was a dick yeah. to her. He talked about her being full on, like, you know, just a bunch of just dumb shit. But he did give us Gonzo, so. Yeah. Peaks and troughs. Peaks and troughs. And whereas Cam, he went to the gym. And, you know, for people on maths, that can be a big thing. Is Cam it Cam went that went to the, the gym? gym? Although they got to talk about working out or something. Or am I thinking of Dan and Carolina? Oh, my God. I can't remember. No, you're thinking of Dan and Carolina because... They went to the gym together. They went to the, the gym. the squeeze happened. Yes. Oh, my God. And also, she, the reason that she gave for not like wanting to be with Dion is they didn't align because Dion doesn't have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do brunch on Sundays or something. Right. And um, and doesn't go to the doesn't gym. Doesn't go to the gym. Anyway. The holy trinity. There's a, you know, there's a lot of similarities between some of these couples, though. 
Uh, Cam and Jules, we have to give them a mention. Boring as anything, um, but they are still together. I think her whole thing was she wanted to have a baby, and I think they've done that. Yeah. Uh, so, so congratulations. Lovely yeah, people. They are our Brett and Angel. They're our Brett and Angel. They also um, they did a beautiful dance at their wedding, and we were all like just fawning over this dance before realising that they must have done it to no music. <laughs> 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 Love that because of uh, copyright issues and so on, licensing and blah blah blah. Anyway, okay, um, we're Who's down left? to we're down to our final two. You know who one of them is? Uh, because uh, we've uh. said so much about the fact that we're going to talk about him, so we'll save him for last. Cyclone Cyrell. Cyclone Cyrell. What a powerhouse! Just amazing character. Who wasn't perfect. She was flawed. She did things that you shouldn't do. She had an explosive temper and she knew that. Yeah. And that she was working closely with the experts. But her heart was in the right place. So she had an explosive temper towards the people who kind of deserved it. But unfortunately, some of it played out with like, I think at one point she grabbed Martha by the satin robe. (laughs) Yes. That was, it's a very scary scene. Also made funny uh, because Martha is doing like, a sheet mask <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at the time and just looks really freaky and Cyrell. I mean, she was coming in way too hot. We never want we never want violence on a show no, like this. No, of course we don't. But she wore her emotions on her sleeve. She did. And all over the walls and everywhere. <laughs> she was she was a, a fiery woman who spoke her mind. She gave us the amazing quote, Yanking Dingaling, which was to Sam. That's right. Um after she was having Innes and Sam up about having an affair. Mm-hmm. And Sorrel was, you know, everyone else had been working so hard on their marriages. And then this affair came out. And Sorrel felt like she was just, she had to express her mind. Yeah. You've always got to have someone like that who's like the moral code of the yes. show. Yes. Must be defended. Yeah. <laughs> and Sorrel uh, was the recipient of red wine to mm-hmm. the everywhere by From Martha, Martha. during yep. a dinner party. That's right. She also had, like, it didn't work out. It never does. But this has a quite sweet relationship with Nick I at mean, times. She waxed his bum. She waxed his bum crack. crack specifically. Specifically. <laughs> Not cheek. Interior. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he, his, like, thing for her, I think it was during Intimacy Week, was to put on this, like, sexy uh, maid, maid outfit. Up. And so I was like, I'm not fucking putting that on. <laughs> was so pissed off. And then she puts it on and she's just screaming with laughter. Yeah. Like, she's just, she had a lot of fun on that show. She also, real red wine theme, actually, but she had another, like, spit take. I think when she was dressed as a French maid, yeah. she was just so beside herself with her outfit that she sat down to try and drink wine and just spat it. All over the room. <laughs> she was good fun. She was great television. She was the moral compass. Um, and like all humans, a bit flawed, but still deservingly at the number two spot that we've just made up. Suddenly we've got, uh, Suddenly we've got we've the got countdown. Suddenly we've got top two. We've yeah. got top two. Even though I named Gonzo as number one right from the outset. Uh, Nessa believes he's number one, but he's our true number one. Our truly iconic number one character from Maths AU of all time for us here at The Real Pod. And that is... Troy Delmage from season five. Pasta a la Troy. Pasta a la, yes, please. You know? <laughs> Everything what? this man did became a meme. We started with the getting ready for the wedding, and that's when we first knew something was up. Was that the teeth brushing? That's when we saw him brushing his teeth for yeah. the first time. <laughs> and it was the most furious teeth brushing, kind of like dribble all the way down the chin. It's like he had rabies. Yeah, rabid dog. At the mouth. Leaning into the bathroom mirror, eyes wide, everything about this scene was so iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and you know we were all thinking what a catch yeah um made it to ellen that clip yeah um it Unt- went, none, I guess, of the viral. Su- none of this surprises me should be in a museum should be in moma you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but other little things that he did so pastor ella troy is a reference to him cooking for ashley ashley was a lovely lovely mild-mannered yeah. Um, very patient. She's like a Troy. flight attendant, I think. She was yeah. lovely. They had the best cup. I think Trashley is the best couple so name. So good. So good. In maths history too. And I think she tried with him, but, you know, I can see. You, it was, look, it was a hard, it was going to be, always well, going to be a hard marriage. It Two very unique, well, no, one very unique personality <laughs> and uh, and someone who, who was trying. What was Pastor Alatroy? Um, if I recall correctly, Pastor Alatroy was Pasta <laughs> and, and butter, but it wasn't good. <laughs> no, it had no seasoning, <laughs> cheese, sauce, um, flavor. That's not true. I'm looking at the photos right now. He poured sauce just directly over the top of the cooked mints. Oh, like the there plate. was no pasta at all. No. Oh my oh. god, this is like the Berenstain Bears. We've completely rewritten it. <laughs> if only someone did a recap podcast. <laughs> We've Mandela effect, if, if affected the, uh, the, the pasta. pasta We've done the inverse. Oh my god. I might be thinking of the time that I asked my mum to make me a vegetarian lasagna for my birthday, and she just, <laughs> just did lasagna sheets. She just did lasagna sheets and cheese sauce. <laughs> Yum, though, I mean, yum, to be honest. But confusing. <laughs> <laughs> he um, also had another great um, culinary moment where when um, all the family met at, I think, Ashley's house and she was going to cook for everyone for the first time. It was about eight people. She was very nervous. She made this beautiful Italiano feast. We had cannelloni. We had garlic bread, a carbonara. And then everyone sat down to eat. And Troy's mum was like, I'm celiac. <laughs> And then Troy was like, oh, my God, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> and Trashley did not like that. No. <laughs> he, when they, when they were on their honeymoon and they went out to go on a date, um, just like, I don't know where they were going, so for a bike ride or whatever, and he quickly just, they're, they're walking down the path just to do their little scene setting moment. And then he just like goes, oh, I've got to go. I'll be right back. And she's just left standing there on this path in this tropical location. He comes back some like what, a minute later. He's like, right, and she's like, where did you go? What did you do? He was doing push-ups. He just ran <laughs> off to do some push-ups. <laughs> just amazing. And then, do you remember that she went to take him to get a haircut? Yes, and, and he had a tantrum. Oh, he had a real. This is the first time we saw him sort of really. I feel like because we were the whole time trying to figure out if he was like an actor or not. Like mm. he was such an unbelievable character. And yeah, he really, uh, he really dug his heels and really did not want to get a haircut. Mm-mm. Like, absolute childish tantrum. <laughs> but he did it, I think. Did he? Can't remember, actually. It's so brave. And then, of course, at the end of it all, it all wraps up. Him and Ashley don't work out. I think they did they stay together for a little bit? Didn't he get with Carly? He did. Yeah. Was that after the show? It was after the show. But I remember first there were some photos of him and Ashley putting some shopping into the back of a car. Oh. Um, More pasta? <laughs> less. Um, but then, yes, there were these park photos that came out that looked way too, I don't know, such a public open space. If you were concerned about, like, you, your privacy, you wouldn't be doing this. But him laying on his back. Carly, who was married to I can't even remember, mm. but she is atop him, like atop. fully atop him. <gasps> and she, he's holding on to her bum. <gasps> And then they turn up to the reunion together. That's right. Which was just 
shocking mm. for the participants and for the um, the experts. That's right. Troy, man. Just a real unlikely couple out of that lot and and cuz she's she, she was very put together, you know, she mm-hmm. was very never here out of place. She was beautiful. And Troy just seems like he would roll more with someone who's super chill. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> saying Kaylee's not super chill, but she didn't scream super chill. No. It's funny to think of her like during their season, was she just kind of like, oh, I'd like a bit of that. Well, that's when the Troy other thing. Was, like, it's not like it was a relationship that was like, you know, fledgling during the season at all. These no. two, we never, I don't even remember them talking to each other. Love is blind. Love Jane. is blind, but it's also maybe just a great publicity stunt, you know? Because they are no longer together. They're no longer together. <laughs> I can't believe that you didn't remember the uh, the park photos. No. Oh, God, I've got to show you because it's. Look at them. Look at them. Oh, my God. Like fully pashing, hands on bum, hands on boob. Hand on boob. Yeah, that's – and that's in a new idea. In a, in a park, uh, you know you're going to get photographed. Mm. Anyway. Especially if you ring them and tell them you're going to be in a park. Fondling. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's it. That's the Troy, top 20. You need to ring NASA and get your prize because <laughs> he stole it. <laughs> need to explain to NASA <laughs> – NASA has done a Kanye West to choice Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes, he has. And did you tell him you're moving to Christchurch? Because he No, this is what's scary is I did not. What? I did not. I can't imagine sharing that level of detail with um he, married at first sight. He doesn't contestant. I mean I don't think he listens to the podcast because he presumably thinks we just gave him like the Prime Minister's award. Yeah. <laughs> for like service. Purple to the heart for community. bravery. <laughs> Um, so he doesn't realise that this is a tiny little podcast. No. No. Um, so he's not heard it there. So he's just... He was in Christchurch like a year or two ago. Okay, so he knows. The, the two knows cities the he knows. Exists. Yeah. Because I was scary. about, when he was saying that in my head, I was like, thank God. Thank God. And he's like, I'm going to come over in January. And I'm like, thank God Alex is moving to Christchurch. She'll be safe. And then he was like, I can come to Auckland or Christchurch. I was like, fuck, she's fucked. <laughs> she's fucked. He's figured it out. He knows she's going to Christchurch. Because I was moving to Christchurch to go into witness protection. He's he's looking at the – you did a terrible job keeping that secret, by the way. <laughs> sure, I was going to put a wig on. <laughs> Tell you what, great show, Hunted. Hunted Australia. Australia. Yeah. And The Bridge. Honestly, I know I keep going on about it. The Bridge Australia is so good. I just got up to the second to last episode. There is the most mega twist of all time in that show. It is narrated by Hugo Weaving. It is shot like a film because it was made for Paramount+. Plus. It's not edited for ad breaks. So it's just like the most incredible story in every one-hour episode. I'm just so passionate about The Bridge now. I'll watch it. Do it. I've got a whole summer of two weeks holiday to it's watch it. Thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you, Samuel. Thank you, Duncan. Where's Duncan? Where's Duncan? In a meeting. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Nessa. I just want to thank also the Prime Minister. I want to thank all of the government and the New Zealand public. Is it mad that the world burning is not in our, like, top three concerns? You thought bad news was done, but I'm back with more. In Alice Sneddon's Bad News Saves the World, I finally address the climate crisis and explore why no one cares. Watch it on thespinoff.co.nz. I can see the anxiety (laughs) starting to emit from you. Hello for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. 
the Spin-Off Podcast Network.